Are you ready to take your message, your business, and your life to the next level? Want to learn from someone with more than a decade of experience, training tens of thousands of people from all around the world? Hi, Cliff. This is Pauline from Auckland, New Zealand. John from Calgary, Alberta. Amy Porterfield. Michael Hyatt. Dan here from Dunedin, New Zealand. Ray Edwards. Mark Mason. Mike Stelzner. Pat from Smart Passive Income. It's Darren from Melbourne, Australia. Whether you're looking to launch a podcast or build an online business that allows you to do the work you love, you've come to the right place. Podcast Answer Man presents The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. Now, here's your host, Cliff Ravenscraft. That's right, my friends. Welcome to episode number 526 of The Cliff Ravenscraft Show. And today, we're going to talk about the reasons why you absolutely should be involved in a mastermind group. And I'm going to start by asking you a question, and that question is this. Do you have a desire to build your own business that allows you to do the work that you feel most called to do in the world? I'm getting ready to celebrate my 10th year of having, well, being full-time self-employed, doing the work that I love that I'm most called to do in the world. I know that many of you out there are on this journey as well, and I want to speak today specifically why you should be a part of a mastermind group, and it has everything to do with the statistics for those of you who are looking to either leave the day job and start your own online business, or for those of you who are anywhere on the journey of building your own online business and you're still within the first 10 years. I don't know if you've heard the stats, but they're not all that encouraging. In fact, did you know that half of all new businesses are closed, shut down within the first year of their launch? Did you know that 80% of new businesses are gone within five years. And if that's not bad enough, 96% of all businesses, 96% fail within 10 years. And what that means is that only 4% of people who launch a business, who go out on their own and decide, I want to be 100% full-time self-employed or I want to create my own business, do the work I feel most called to do in this world, whatever the case may be, only 4% of those people last more than 10 years. And what that statistic doesn't tell you is the fact that those 4% that make it, that are actually still in existence after four years, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're profitable. Many of those people are still working 70, 80, 90 hours a week just to put food on the table for their family. Now, many of you already know my story. You're familiar with my story about how I started podcasting as a hobby, simply creating content that I was passionate about. And after several months of putting my message out into the world, I began to see the powerful and positive impact and influence that my message was having in the lives of people all over the world. And while I was very successful financially and many other ways in my career as an insurance agent, I knew deep in my heart after just a few months of podcasting that insurance was not what I was put on this earth to do. 
while I was great at it, I had many gifts, talents, and skills that allowed me to do that job in an excellent way. It was it was somewhat within a zone of excellence for me. And, and then I took my big first leap, my first big leap from my career in insurance uh, back in 2008. And it started after producing this content, putting my message out into the world, getting feedback from people saying, wow, that episode that you and your wife did, I just want to let you know, that's got me thinking. I, I believe for the very first time that my wife and I could be debt-free. I had people who emailed me and said, Cliff, because of the content that you and your wife shared, the, the things that you learned from the marriage conferences that you'd participated in, just the concepts and the principles, it got me to thinking. And, and I want you to know that I have gone back and reconciled with my wife. I had walked out on our relationship after X number of years, and I realized just how how much of it was my fault when I really put all the blame elsewhere. And your your podcast, you and your wife, your podcast saved our marriage. We were having that kind of positive impact in people's lives. And, and after doing that for several months, probably about nine or 10 months into my podcasting journey, I had this thought that crept into my mind, a thought that produced a ton of anxiety and fear inside of me. And that thought was, I wonder what life would be like if I could do this instead of insurance. And for the longest time, I would not speak that thought out loud. I, would, I wouldn't I would even, not even to other people, but just not to myself. I would, it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I can't be having these thoughts. I've got a, I've got a very successful career as far as job security is concerned. I mean, this is a family run agency owned by my mom and dad. I'm next in line to take this business over. This has been in the family since 1937. Who, what, what am I thinking? I wonder what life would be like if I could do this stuff instead, this online, putting my message out there and creating products and services related to encouraging and entertaining and educating and inspiring and motivating people. I mean, seriously, who, where is this coming from? And so I felt very guilty. I felt very irresponsible to even have the thoughts at first. But no matter what, this dream started welling up inside of me, this dream of having my own business, of being my own boss, and, and not just having my own business and being my own boss, but quite simply, this dream was to literally spend my life doing work and generating income that would allow me to support my family and the dreams and desires of our family, financially support them by doing work that I feel most called to do in the world. And I thought it was like impossible, but the dream wouldn't go away. And so I started talking to my wife about it. And once I began to talk to her about it, I began sharing that dream in a podcast, in various different podcasts, but mostly a show I was doing at this time called uh, Pursuing a Balanced Life. And in that podcast, I had a lot of people in the audience who were full-time self-employed and had always been self-employed. They'd never had the experience of an employee. And they began to encourage me and say, Cliff, I think that you can pull this off. I think you could do this. And after a while, they encouraged me so much about how it could be done. And then anytime they talked to me about how it could be done, I'd go back and tell my wife what those people had said in these phone conversations I was having with these 
entrepreneurs. I mean, who are these people? What you know, <laughs> this is crazy. I never knew there were this many people in the world doing work that they loved. How that that was a foreign concept to me. But the more I heard about it and shared it with my wife, the more it seemed possible and it's something that could be done. But what what got really crazy is when two people who were probably the most, actually who were the most influential people in my life, my pastor and my wife, they were the ones who, after hearing me talk about all these things and these conversations of how things could be done, these two individuals began to convince me that not only is this something that I could do, but it's something that I had to do, that it was my calling, that it that this is obviously what I was put on this planet to do. And there was absolutely nothing within my spirit that objected to, to that sort of thought uh, after dealing with it for so long. So in January 2008, what do I do? I launched my own business, January 1st, 2008. I had zero experience in owning or operating or running my own business. I, now, here's the crazy thing. My dad owned the insurance agency. My dad, prior to that, owned his own grocery store because he had left the world of insurance behind for a while uh, and then came back to it. But in spite of the fact that my, my dad had been an entrepreneur pretty much his entire life, the reality is, is I never took any interest in the business side of things. It wasn't until I got married to my wife that my parents invited me to come work in the insurance agency. And, and in spite of that, I, was, I, was, I had a lifetime as an, an employee. So I didn't have any experience in having my own business, knowing how a business is operated. I basically spent the lifetime as an employee. And there's no doubt in my mind that I simply had a perspective on life and a mindset of an employee. My only understanding of how you get paid and what it's like you go in, you agree to show up at a certain time on Monday morning, you work an X number of hours, and then on Friday at the end of the week, you get a paycheck, and that's how life works. Well, guess what? Life doesn't work that way when you're 100% full-time self-employed. Uh, there's There's a lot of different things that go into how you get paid when you're going out on your own. But I did not understand any of that. However, with that being said, even though I didn't have a lot of bit, or okay, I didn't have any business experience operating a business. I didn't know, I, I never heard of a, I heard of a PNL statement. I had no idea that it stood for profit and loss. I knew nothing about balance sheets and ledgers and charts of accounts and CPAs and matching Medicare and Social Security and and LLCs, S-Corps, incorporations, all, I didn't know any of that stuff. But in spite of that, I did have some things going for me. Number one, as an insurance agent, prior to leaving my career in insurance, I did have 12 years with some of the most amazing, the most incredible sales and marketing training and I had, I literally had 12 years of incredible sales experience. I am an amazing salesperson. I have been ever since I started this business, but I still struggled even though I was a great salesperson. I was selling myself and products and services that at a rate that number one, wasn't responsible 
was not going to allow me to achieve anything that I wanted for my life. I didn't even know then to even design my life. I, I wasn't even clued into the fact that I needed to have a goal at the time. I remember it wasn't until Jan- it wasn't until December 2009 that I rediscovered the, the importance of setting goals in my life and then how to achieve them. But anyway, I did have 12 years of amazing sales and marketing experience. I had 19 years of customer service experience through all of the various jobs. Even if you go all the way back to when I was, actually, I think it would be 20 years because I started working at McDonald's, if I, if I remember correctly, when I was 15 years old. So my first job was working at, at McDonald's, but I was doing customer service then, and I'd had various jobs, but all of it employee experience, but still a lot of working with customers, helping them solve problems, helping them choose what's right for them, all of that stuff, you know, just customer service experience. So I had 20 years of customer of serving customers. Now, I also had a ministry background as well, and as a result of my ministry background, I also had a desire and a mission to help serve others, to help and serve others. I also had a number of other marketable gifts, skills, and talents, whether it be communication, whether it be my technical skills, all, all kinds of other things. So there are various other things, skills and talents and natural giftings that I have developed over the lifetime leading up until when I started this business. And of course, I've developed a lot of new skills and talents since then as well. So I had that going for me. I also had another thing going for me. I had a community of people who believed in me that that absolutely 100% were convinced that this was the right step. Me leaving my career in insurance and pursuing my own full-time self-employed business, doing the things that I felt most called to do in the world, it is crazy to me today to think about how many people believed in me more than I believed in myself when I was the one who was thinking, is this really responsible? I mean, should I really be doing this? Doesn't this seem selfish? Doesn't this seem, it, it, it just seems out. But it, it, to everyone else, and, and eventually to me, by the time I actually left to start my own business, by it, it, it became clear. I had an, a community of people who believed in me that I had what it took to do this and I had all the natural gifts and talents and, and more importantly, that this was what I was meant to do with my life. That I'll never forget when I was, I was podcasting about the TV show Lost and this was like, this is just a few months into it. I had an underwriter for Ohio Casualty Group, one of the insurance companies that I represented. Her name was Kathy Anderson and Kathy and I got to talking. We were I, I called her up for an exception to one of the rules. I had a customer or a client that I felt would be a good fit for the company, but there was one guideline that that disqualified them. And occasionally, I could make a case for allowing them to become a client based upon you know my feelings about the whole subject. And I I got it approved, but I don't know how it happened. But we got to talking about the TV show Lost. And it must have been a quote or something she said or something I said. And she goes, I just heard that on Lost last night or whatever. And we got to talking and I said, oh, did you know that I have a podcast that I do with my wife? Uh, uh, It's called The Lost Podcast. And she goes, no, I'll have to check it out. And she's allowed to listen to stuff while she's at work, you know, doing her data entry stuff there. And so later that afternoon, she called me. She goes, Cliff, oh my gosh, what are you doing selling insurance? 
And I said, what are you talking about? She goes, I just listened to your podcast. It's clear that that's what you should be doing with your life. Wow, you're in the wrong job. I mean, and she wasn't saying that I'm a bad person as an insurance. She wasn't saying I was a bad insurance agent, but she she was the first person who ever actually said, dude, that's what you should be doing for a living. I She goes, I listen to a lot of radio broadcasters. I listen, that is what you should be doing for a living. And and she goes, I, I you mark my words. I, I and and she was the first person. I I think that's probably was the where the seed was in that 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 initial thought. I wonder what life would be like if I did this instead of inch. I bet you that was the first seed that was planted. And and I have no doubt in my mind that God put Kathy Anderson in my life and spoke those words that I immediately rejected. Said thought to myself, yeah, uh, that's funny, uh, and then went on with my day. But the seed was subconsciously planted in my mind and and never went away, and slowly started to grow. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so I had a community of people who believed in me way before I believed myself. I had that going, and then I also had going for me virtual mentors, virtual in that they were not real in my life. They were not speaking to me one-on-one, but I had mentors that were speaking to me all kinds of valuable principles of success and personal development and how to succeed in business. And I was I was getting information from these virtual mentors through books and through audio podcasts. And these were helping me grow in my understanding of what it would take to be successful in having my own business. So I'm, I'm thankful for all the things that I had going for me. But with all that I had going for me, when it's all said and done, that first year of me operating in my business, it was financially the most difficult year of my life. There were so many emotional mood swings, up and down, like like crazy mad emotional mood swings. Like I would be on top of the world and then I would be like, oh my gosh, what have I done there were times when my wife and I would do the accounting for the business and pay the bills and, and all of the bills that were due. And every single month in 2008, practically, not every single month, but practically every single month, one of the two of us, either myself or my wife, would break down in tears. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, that is an understatement. We cried Never together. There, there was never a month where both of us broke down in tears. But it seemed like every month there was one of us that was like literally just crying. Like, oh my gosh, what are we doing? And it's so crazy how one of the other of us, the one that wasn't crying like a baby, uh, the other of us was always like, hey, we got this. We know this is the right thing. We're moving forward. Uh, there's no there's no doubt that this is what we're called to do. Things are still moving in the right direction. Uh, we've, we don't know what we don't know, but we're going to know. We're going to learn. We're, we're committed. We are not going back. And so with all of the things I had going for me, still that first year, it was crazy. In fact, so much so that during the first nine months of 2008, for the first nine months, I worked 12 14 or 16 hours a day, seven days a week without a single day off. For the first nine months, I never took a single day off. And then finally, after nine months, I was convinced to take a day off Sundays. And I ended up working just a little bit more, a little bit harder the other six days of the week. And at the end of that first year, 
my total net income, well, first of all, let me just say this. My business was profitable during the first year. My CPA, I remember him telling me, he says, congratulations, your business is profitable. Most businesses are not profitable within their first two to three years. And I'm like, seriously? He goes, yeah. I said, well, how do they stay in business? Well, you're allowed to have some unprofitable years. You're allowed X number of years in a row. But, you know, if you go too long, the government's going to come in and say, dude, that's enough of that. Um, but, but yeah, this, it's, it's kind of crazy. Now, here's the thing. When we say the business was profitable in 2008, that means that I was generating income from my business. <laughs> that, that's pretty much a, a necessity. That's, that's a requirement of being, quote, unquote, profitable. So that first year, the the business paid for all of its own overhead. That means it paid for any computer software I needed, any server costs that I had for hosting websites. It paid for media hosting for podcasting. It covered uh, like toner for my, I'll never forget the first time that I, I'm like, okay, am I really going to go into business for myself? Because as the, you know, I, as an employee, I have changed so many tar- toner cartridges. I, I changed so many toner cartridges at, in, a, in a copy machine and fax machines in printers as an insurance agent. I, I can't even begin to tell you the number of toner cartridges I had changed over the years. And I, and, and I even ordered toner cartridges, but I never really gave much thought to how much the price was because I was never paying it. I just put it in the shopping cart, ordered it, and it showed up the next day from Staples, right? Well, it wasn't until all of a sudden I'm ready to buy my first toner cartridge for my printer and I'm looking at this thing and it was $127. I'm like, what? <laughs> but anyway, I ended up that first year, the business paid for all of those expenses, the overhead of what it cost to operate the business. It paid for my CPA to do my taxes because I had no clue. It even paid for the CPA to actually do all the paperwork for setting up my LLC with S-Corp election and, and all of those things. And it, the, the, you know, the big concern, a lot of people say, there's no way I could ever leave my job because I have to have health insurance. Well, you just have a business that can afford, to, I mean, you can buy health insurance. And so it's, sure, it's extremely expensive and we're not even going to go into what's happened to insurance lately. But anyway, the, the reality is, is that it's just an expense and it's, it's a benefit that you are, you need your business to have enough money to pay for. And so, I, will, I had enough income from the work that I was doing in 2008 that the business not only paid for its overhead, the CPA, but also paid for health insurance for my entire family. However, the only reason why my business was profitable after the first year was the fact that, well, my business never wrote a single paycheck to the sole employee, aka me, my business never paid me a single paycheck for the first nine months of the year. How did we live the first nine months of the year? Well, I was extremely well paid as an insurance agent, and I only allowed myself to, to deposit and pay bills once a month, even as an insurance agent. My wife and I had become completely debt-free, except for the mortgage on our home, before I left my career in insurance. So we were debt-free, except for the house payment, and what we did, how did we pay the house payment and some of our bills? Well, we used my final paychecks for the December of 2007 for 
the month of January. In February, I got my I used my final Christmas bonus from my career as an insurance agent. My dad wrote me us a, a nice Christmas bonus that year, and we lived off of the Christmas bonus in February. In March, April, and May, we lived off of the tax refund from 2017, or I'm sorry, from 2007. That got us through half the year anyway. And then all of a sudden, it's like, okay, there's still not enough money to pay paychecks. And one thing everybody told me, Cliff, go out and get a business loan. And I'm like, no, we don't do debt. And I'm, they said, Cliff, seriously, this is business debt. It's different than personal debt. Trust me, go out and get a loan. Uh, you, you'll pay it back. You know, just, just go do it. And I said, no, that's not what I want to do. I, the thing is, is, I had a very, very nice pension sitting in, in, a, in, in some stocks. And so I went to my financial planner guy against the advice of a lot of people. And I said, listen, I need to take $14,000 or I need $10,000 to cover the next three months of all of our family's expenses. And I said, what would it take to do that? He goes, well, if you, if you need $10,000, you are going to have to take $14,000 out so that you can pay you know, the $4,000 in taxes and, and, and penalties, early withdrawal penalties. And so uh, that's what I said. Okay, I want to do that. He drew up the paperwork. I signed it. And I put $4,000 in the savings account so that I could pay the taxes on it and I could pay the penalty, penalties. And I deposited that $10,000 net out of my pension that I withdrew and and that's what we lived off and off of until the ninth month of the year until September 2008. And then finally September 2008 the business was doing well enough to start paying me paychecks. However, here's the deal. I went from making nearly $90,000 a year as an insurance agent and in my first year at the end of the year my net income after taxes was a total of $11,000 for the entire year. Yeah, my friends, uh, it was rough. Now, I will say that on top of that, if that wasn't bad enough, I celebrated the end of my first year in business with a 24-hour nonstop podcast marathon. What a great idea, right? What a way to celebrate the end of this awesome year. My business is finally paying me. You know, things are looking bright. They're not great. It's only $11,000. But hey, my business is profitable in the first year. My CPA is telling me that's an awesome thing. And at the end of the 24-hour nonstop marathon, I think it was hour number 22, I started to experience some pretty severe stomach pain, like somebody was stabbing me with an ice pick in my stomach. And I would move in a certain way and it would go away. And I just figured it was just, you know, just indigestion or something like that. I powered through the final two hours of that nonstop marathon. After 24 hours, the pain was intense. There was no place that I could actually move my body to where it would go away. I shut down the the marathon podcast stream and went and laid in my bed. And that only made it worse. And long story short, ended up in the hospital, emergency room. And landed in the hospital for two weeks uh, with a very severe case of gallstones and a gallbladder that was destroyed as a result of all of the stress and lack of physical care for my body. And here's what I can tell you is as bad as things were, 
financially that year and the and the fact that that I almost and I'm not going to go into details but I literally almost died in the hospital and that's not an exaggeration I had an almost death experience in the hospital but I didn't give up and the reason why is because no matter how bad things got financially that year I had never felt more fully alive and in the center of God's will for my life never and there was there was never a moment in that first year where I wasn't 100% convinced that I was doing exactly what I was put on this earth to do. Now, remember, I told you there were months when I broke down and cried and had tears, and it was my wife was the one who was reminding me that, hey, this is right. When I was crying, I wasn't crying because I doubted that this was the right thing that I was supposed to be doing. I was crying because I felt miserable and defeated as a husband because it was so difficult for me to understand and wrap my mind around the fact that as hard as I've been working, I still had not produced enough to write myself a paycheck. And my family, my wife, my kids, all of us were sacrificing so much in our lifestyle for me to be able to do what I felt like was my my dream and 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 it it was eating me up but the thing is is i had the full support of my family i had the it was my wife who convinced me to leave my, to put in my 90 day notice in september 2007 she was the one who reminded me said hey if we have to sell our house we sell our house if i have to go out and get a job i i'll go out and get a job we know this is what God has called you to do, called us to do. This is the right path. And so as no matter how bad it got, it was what we were supposed to do. Now, in 2009, things certainly got a lot better. I was getting to the place where I was consistently writing myself some paychecks, which was nice, on top of paying health insurance benefits, the CPA and overhead of the business. It got a whole lot easier to put food on the table. Our family, however, was still making massive sacrifices just to allow us to continue to start to grow this business. Again, I was still struggling with the fact that I really was learning the by the school of hard knocks. It was tons of trial and error. Even in 2009, I was still struggling with the mindset of an employee. I was still struggling with my pricing. I still felt guilt. I think by 2009, I might have been at $95 an hour and feel <laughs> I went from 50 to 95 because I felt like going to 100 seemed like that that's a little excessive. And when I think back at that mindset today, I realize why I struggled so much. But here's what I can tell you. No matter how difficult those times were, they were definitely worth it. With the perspective of what I have today, when I look back and I, I think about all the things that I know today that I didn't realize back then, it's very clear for me to see that my life did not have to be that difficult. If there were just three or four principles that I knew then, I would have not been in the hospital in January 2009. I would have had more time to take care of myself. There would have been, I wouldn't have had to take out money out of my pension. If there were just three or four things that I would have known in January 2008, I would have not had to work 12, 14 hours a day, seven days a week without taking days off. I would have been able to achieve so much more with so much less effort 
if I would have only knew, known then about just three or four of the things that I know today. And by the way, I know a whole lot more than three or four things that would have made me succeed. But if I only knew three or four significant things, it would have radically changed my life. And well, last week I talked about one of them, by the way, that I discovered in December of 2009, the whole idea of setting goals and the step-by-step formula for achieving any goal that you set. And of course, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, that was episode number 525. And you can find that over at podcastanswerman.com slash goals. And that will teach you what I learned about setting goals. Another thing that would have radically changed my life is the mastermind principle. It was in October 2010 when my business like skyrocketed towards the success that I have today. In fact, it was in October 2010 that I started my very first mastermind group with Pat Flynn. And as a result of that mastermind group and the and the weekly meetings that we had between the two of us and then with the additional people that we added over time, it was through the weekly meetings of this mastermind group that in from 2010 to 2011, my income more than doubled. From 2011 to 2012, my income more than doubled from 2011. From 2012 to 2013, I know it sounds crazy. It may even sound unbelievable to you, but my income more than doubled again and then, you know, it, it, it continued to go up. It, it didn't continue to double every single year. Then there was 2015 that I took pretty much most of the year off, except for the, uh, I think I did four, or two or four podcasting A to Z sessions in 2015. And everything else in my business, I put on autopilot so that I could uh, radically change my physical health and, and fitness. That's when I began to work out six days a week, every week for the rest of my life. And in spite of the fact that I put my business on autopilot and just did the bare minimum, my business pretty much maintained just a level steady income. And then after I went back and, and you know picked up full steam again, 2016, uh, things started going back on the up curve. 2017 has been an incredible year. And with the changes that I've been talking about in this podcast that I've made since September, I fully expect my income in 2019 to be my first $1 million, to, to break a million dollars in revenue. And, and I've talked to the most successful business people I know, people who understand numbers and stats and, and ex, you know, projections and, and accounting and all of those other things. I've talked to all of the people closest to me and I've shared those, those insights with them and they all agree that in 2019, there's absolutely no way that they could see that that I would not be able to to break the million dollar year barrier in 2019. So, what is the mastermind principle and why am I so adamant that you should be a part of one? Well, the concept of the mastermind principle was I think first popularized by Napoleon Hill in his book Think and Grow Rich. And Napoleon Hill defined a mastermind group as a group that consists of two or more people who work in perfect harmony for the attainment of a definite purpose. Two or more people who work together in perfect harmony for the attainment 
of a definite purpose. Now, I'm going to share with you an example that I love to give of a mastermind group principle at work. And it's from the movie Apollo 13. Now, Apollo 13 is a movie that was released back in 1995. And Wikipedia says that it was an American space drama or docudrama, if you will, directed by Ron Howard and starring Tom Hanks, Kevin Bacon, Bill Paxton, and Gary Sinise, and Ed Harris. The movie dramatizes the aborted 1970 Apollo 13 lunar mission that depicts astronauts Jim Lovell, Jack Swigert, and Fred Heise? Heise? I can't remember. Anyway, aboard Apollo 13 for America's third moon landing mission. En route, an onboard explosion deprives the spacecraft of most of its oxygen supply and electric power, forcing NASA's flight controllers to abort the moon landing and turning the mission into a struggle to get these three men home alive. Now, I'm going to play for you Clip number one, an audio clip from this movie. Gene, we have a situation brewing with the carbon dioxide. We had a CO2 filter problem on the lunar module. Five filters on the limb. Which meant for two guys for a day and a half. So I told the doctor. They're already up to eight on the gauges. Anything over 15 and you get impaired judgment, blackouts, the beginnings of brain asphyxia. What about the scrubbers on the command module? They take square cartridges. The ones on the limb are round. Tell me this isn't a government operation. It just isn't a contingency we've remotely looked at. Those CO2 levels are going to be getting toxic. Well, I suggest you gentlemen invent a way to put a square peg in a round hole. Okay, so you have a problem. You have three guys up there in a module or a, a spacecraft that is designed for two people to have enough oxygen or to filter out enough CO2, if you will, to last for a day and a half. And they don't have enough CO2 filters that would fit that module to get them home safely. And so what do they have? They have five filters on the limb that is meant for two guys for a day and a half. And then and the other guy says, well, what about the filters from the command module? Why, why can't we just use those? And he says, well, those take square cartridges. And you, it, anyway, you got this whole situation where the, the round filters don't match up to the, the square filters. So here's what happens in this next scene. You have the mastermind principle exemplified. So there are a group of engineers that have been assembled and they've been put into one conference room. Now what you're about ready to hear is all of a sudden a group of the of the you know control center leaders say they they walk into the room with a big huge gigantic box. And what you're about ready to hear is this box of all of this stuff being dumped out on the table. Now, what this box contains, all of the stuff that you hear hitting the table, are all of the things that the three astronauts on that module have access to. Like anything and everything that they could tear apart and disassemble from the module that's not required that they could, anything that's available to them has been put into this box and dumped out on the table, and this is what this mastermind group of engineers, if you will, have been told. Okay, people, listen up. People upstairs handed us this one, and we gotta come through. We gotta find a way to make this fit into the hole for this. Using nothing but that. 
Let's get it organized. Okay. Okay, let's build a filter. Maybe get some coffee going too. All right, so there you go. Basically, an impossible task for just one guy alone to come up with. But you get a group of people together, and one person proposes this idea, and somebody else in the group says, well, nope, that's not going to work. But but wait, but if just because that won't work, what if we did this and this, where that guy would have never thought of that step had the first guy not pr- proposed his idea? And And basically, long story short, spoiler alert, they actually made it work. They they actually made the square peg fit into the round hole. The three men made it alive as a result of the mastermind principle. Now, I have my own version of the definition of a mastermind group, and it, I consider it to be a group of two or more people, and I personally think that 12 is an appropriate limit on the number of people in a group where each member of the group is devoted to the success of every other person in the group. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Benjamin Franklin. Pretty popular dude. Uh, had a lot of success in many areas of life. You may have heard of him. Anyway, Benjamin Franklin had a mastermind group. Now, he didn't necessarily call it a mastermind group, but it was definitely a mastermind group. It was called the Junto Now, this is from Wikipedia I'm reading from. The Junto, also known as the Leather Apron Club, was a club for mutual improvement established in 1727 by Benjamin Franklin in Philadelphia. The Leather Apron Club's purpose was to debate questions of morals, politics, and natural philosophy and to exchange knowledge of business affairs. Franklin organized this as a group of friends to provide a structured form of mutual improvement. The members of the Junto were drawn from diverse occupations and backgrounds, but they all shared a spirit of inquiry and a desire to improve themselves, their community, and help others. Among the original members were printers, surveyors, a cabinet maker, a clerk, a bartender. Although most of the members were older than Benjamin Franklin, he was clearly their leader. So there was a leader to the group. All right, questions. By the way, just real quickly, they had meetings, and I love the questions that Benjamin Franklin would frequently ask members of the group to help spur on how these guys could help one another out. So these are some of the questions. I read these on on the Wikipedia article for the Junto group. That's J-U-N-T-O if you want to go look this up. He said, hey, in the books that you're reading, have you read anything remarkable or suitable to be communicated to the group? What new story have you lately heard that is agreeable for telling in conversation? Has any citizen in your knowledge failed in his business lately? And what have you heard as the cause? Have you heard lately of any citizen thriving well? And by what means are they doing so? Have you heard lately of how any rich man here or elsewhere got his estate? Did you learn of any fellow citizen who has lately done a worthy action deserving of praise or imitation, or who has committed an error proper for us to be warned against and avoid? Do you think of anything past or present in which the junto may be serviceable to mankind, to their country, to their friends, or to themselves? Is there any man whose friendship you want and the junto or any of them 
is there basically is there anybody that you want to meet that we can help introduce you to can we procure a relationship with somebody that you want to have a friendship with have you any weighty affair in hand in which you think the advice of our group would be of service to you and by the way, some of the results of, that came out, some of the things that came out of the Junto, this mastermind group from uh, Benjamin Franklin, the first lending library, the first fire department, the University of Pennsylvania, a volunteer militia, a hospital in Pennsylvania, and many other projects. So mastermind groups are incredibly effective. Now, I'm going to share with you why I believe you should be in a mastermind group. And it's actually as a result of 10 different benefits. The first benefit is that you will benefit greatly from the education, the experience, the influence, and even the resources of every other person in the mastermind group. You get to benefit. See, you have your own education, your own experience. And remember, I had skills and talents in 2008 when I started my business. I had customer service experience. I had incredible sales and marketing. But you know what? I really had a lack of education and experience in a lot of other areas of business. Had I had a mastermind group in the very first months of my online business journey, Wow, would my life be different. Let me just give you an example of how you borrow from the education, experience, influence, and even the resources of other other people in your group. Just real quickly, on the education and experience side, my friend Michael Stelzner happens to be in my green room mastermind. He currently has the number one industry conference for social media marketing. So he has the Social Media Marketing World Conference. He's been doing it for more than five years now. He had over 1,000 attendees in his first year. He's expecting over 5,000 this year is his goal. And Michael Stelzner, the leader of the industry-leading conference of what is my world, he personally is in my mastermind group and has offered to mentor me through the success of my own Free the Dream conference and the conferences I'm looking to build beyond. And, and just think of all the education and experience he's obtained over the past five years of doing social media marketing world, and he's offering to personally help me succeed in my own building of conferences. Ray Edwards, by the way, another member of my Green Room Mastermind, he is a master at the art of copywriting. I mean, people like Tony Robbins hires Ray Edwards to do copy, right? And I can tell you there are products and services that I offer that have sold extremely well where Ray Edwards personally spent two days writing the sales copy for that product for free. He did it as a gift to me using his valuable experience and education and the skills of copywriting, and he put two days of his life directed at helping me succeed in business. Just recently, I was I was working on the Free the Dream conference outline, and I stood in front of my whiteboard, and I was so motivated, so inspired, I set up my video camera, and I created a temporary sales page video. And I, this wasn't meant for the public. 
to consume. It was there for those who had said, Cliff, I'm going to buy a ticket as soon as tickets go on sale. So I just, I was going to throw this video together. And I also shared it with the people I was going to invite, that I'm inviting to speak. One of my friends that I'm inviting to speak, he said, Cliff, man, wow, that video could use a little bit of help. Uh, I, I thought you were in a mastermind group with Ray. I certainly thought he would be willing to help you, you know, develop a better thing and and you know this was a mentor of mine a business mentor of mine and I'm like man thank you so much for that feedback I see exactly what you're saying I'm going to work with Ray and so I got on the phone with Ray and I talked to Ray about it and I and he says yeah I could definitely help you and I said hey I got a crazy question would you be willing to be on FaceTime while I'm recording the video and coach me he goes yeah and the other day I I I sent him a message and I said hey Ray when can we schedule a time to do that I want to I'm looking at my calendar here whenever's good for you he goes how about this afternoon and like that afternoon, his time in Pacific time, it was evening, my time, just the other night, Ray got on FaceTime and coached me through the, the actual creation of my uh, sales page video for the Free the Dream conference. And it's unbelievable. I can't wait to share it with you in about 10 days from now. So anyway, that is how you benefit from the education and experience of other people in your mastermind group. But there's not only that, there's also the influence and uh, of the group. I can't begin to tell you the number of times that people like Pat Flynn and Michael Stelzner and Ray Edwards and Leslie Samuel and Mark Mason have consistently promoted me, my products, my services to their communities, through their blogs, through their podcasts, through their email newsletters, through their conferences, using the influence and goodwill that they've built up with their communities, allowing me to speak at their conferences, be guests on their podcasts, always looking to promote me using their influence, connecting me to people that they know. Incredible how that has benefited my life. Resources. Leslie Samuel, I'll never forget the time when he says, hey Cliff, I have a virtual sister assistant that I have on retainer. I do, I can't remember if it's like 20 hours a week or 40 hours a week that he had this assistant on retainer. He says, I heard that you're building your online course platform. I have my Become a Blogger course and I'm using this system, if you'd like, I'd be happy to designate all of my unused hours and just assign my assistant to actually work for you to build your course software for you. I mean, come on, seriously, and at no charge, he was offering that. So benefit number one, you will benefit greatly from the education, the experience, and the influence, and even the resources of other people in your group. Benefit number two of being involved in a mastermind group, you can accomplish more in one year than you can accomplish without your mastermind group in an entire lifetime if you relied entirely on your own efforts for success. Now, I know that sounds like a pretty bold claim, and that claim, by the way, that actual word-for-word statement comes from Napoleon Hill. And I have personally experienced that in my own life. I have watched it happen for person after person after person. Now, I've had my own green room mastermind group since October 2010. We've been meeting on a weekly basis uh, and still doing it today here in, I'm recording this on Wednesday, November 29th. 2017, and we had our call this morning. So we meet every Wednesday morning at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time and will for, well, as long as we live, I think, because it's that valuable to us. But anyway, I've been involved in a lot of other mastermind groups too. And anytime there is a, by the way, these are all benefits of a healthy 
mastermind group relationship or a mastermind environment. Uh, But I have definitely seen this played out in a lot of other experiences that I've had in mastermind groups where people are able to accomplish more in a single year as a result of their participation in the mastermind group with this mastermind principle at play more in one year than they can achieve on their own in a lifetime. Now, I'm going to read to you. I've created this thing called the Next Level Mastermind. It's my paid mastermind group. It's $1,000 per month. It's intended for people who are pursuing their own business full-time, self-employed. Some of them are still in the very early stages. They have a day job, but they are already successfully generating some income from their online business efforts. But it's for people who are in that early to mid stages. If they're not yet making a minimum of $10,000 a month every single month, I want them in this group so that I can help them get over that 10K per month and consistently see it skyrocket well above that. That's what my goal and desire is. And so I have the Next Level Mastermind. You can find out more information over on the sales page at podcastanswerman.com slash mastermind. And if you go there, you're going to see a, a testimonial from Ijama. Now, my friend Ray Edwards, he says, Cliff, I was looking at your sales page and he goes, man, that's a long testimonial. But then I read it and it's like, and it, and it needs to be that long. Oh my gosh, what an amazing testimonial. So I'm going to read to you what Ijama Eliazu gave me as a testimonial from her experience just within the first few weeks of being in the Next Level Mastermind. She said, I started working with Cliff when I went through his May 2013 session of podcasting A to Z. Cliff not only helped me get my podcast up and running, but he has been an ongoing mentor to me as I have been on the journey of creating my own online business around my podcasting efforts. Cliff even helped me land a very prestigious speaking engagement at Social Media Marketing World, which by the way, I'm just gonna break there. All of that because I had the opportunity as a result of my connection with another member in my other mastermind group, which is The Green Room, which is Michael Stelzner, who is the creator of Social Media Marketing World. Let's see how this all works. Anyway, she said, when I first heard Cliff mention the creation of his next level mastermind, I immediately sent him an email with the subject line, oh my goodness, I want in. In that email, I shared that I wanted to be mentored by Cliff since taking his podcasting A to Z course and that this mastermind group could not have come at a more perfect time in my online business journey. I had started a paid membership program for my community, Etsy Store Owners, where I had about 2,000 people paying $5 a month for access to the content that I was creating. However, I had faced significant technical difficulties and had to temporarily shut down the membership program while I worked on a better technology solution. What I thought might take a few weeks actually ended up taking nine months. Long story short, as of November 2017, I had worked with three different website developers and spent over $5,000 on a complicated custom membership solution built on WordPress that would have made me reliant upon the developer for any significant issues that may have arisen or changes that needed to be made. The biggest problem was that I had people on a waiting list for over 10 months with some reaching out to me multiple times to ensure that they had not missed the relaunch of my membership program. And my developer was nearly impossible to get a hold of. 
Right when I was ready to put the final touches on the system and get things launched, my developer notified me that he was going on vacation for three weeks and would not be able to work on my site until he returned. I told this whole story to Cliff during my interview for the Next Level Mastermind. In my first hot seat, Cliff showed me the online membership system that he uses and made a case for me trying to set things up in this new system under a 28-day free trial of the system. At first, I was very skeptical because I was unfamiliar with the new platform and I thought after years of using WordPress, there was no other solution worth trying. Also, because I had already invested so much time and money in the custom solution that was being built for me, I was hesitant to let all of that go to waste. However, since agreeing to check it out, I accomplished more in two weeks than I had accomplished in the preceding nine months since my original setup failed. I am finally confident that the relaunch of my membership program is back on schedule and inside a system that has a brilliant layout where all of the parts of the system are built to work together. Just as important, I have a renewed peace of mind knowing that I will always have a support team standing by if I run into any trouble. In my second hot seat, Cliff began to work on my mindset about the pricing of my membership program. He encouraged me to increase the rate that I was asking from $5 per month to $19.99 and spent time explaining why that was a wise move for my program. This mindset mentoring has been very beneficial to me in many ways, and when the program relaunches, the price will be $19.99 per month. Since I've changed the sales page to reflect this new price, I have continued to receive new requests from people who want to be added to the early notification mailing list who are eager to gain access under the new pricing. Needless to say, my first few weeks in the Next Level Mastermind have already provided a return on my investment of what I'd pay for my first full year as a member. I highly encourage you to join the Next Level Mastermind if you're interested in taking your message, your business, and your life to the next level. Ijima Elizu. Anyway, that is just one example of how in two weeks... I've been able to not only help Ijama get her relaunch of her system back on schedule, she is going to have an entire system that will not need any maintenance, will not have any security patches that she has to worry about. She doesn't have to worry about updates to WordPress and how that's going to affect maybe whether or not this plugin is is actually up to snuff with the new version of WordPress and all of these other things. She doesn't actually have to worry about whether or not her developer is easy to access when something's not working the way it should. If she ever wants to change the the color or the font or anything like that, it's super simple for her to go in and do it. And if she can't figure out how to do it on her own, she can easily open up a support ticket with, with Kajabi who is actually going to answer her within 24 hours. And usually if it happens during a business day, it's going to be within probably two or three hours. 
she has the support and not only that but she has other friends out there like a guy named cliff ravenscraft who also knows how to use the system who'd be willing to jump on because well guess what she's a part of this mastermind group and and of course a mastermind group is a group of people two or more usually no more than 12 who are devoted to the success of every other member in the group yes my friends benefit number two of being in a mastermind group you can accomplish more in one year than you could accomplish on your own without the group in a lifetime. Benefit number three of being in a mastermind group, the mastermind group principle can give you protection against failure, provided always that your purpose in using this principle is beneficial to all whom you influence. Now again, bold statement, but this still comes from Napoleon Hill. He says, the mastermind principle can give you protection against failure, provided always that your purpose in using the principle is beneficial to all you influence. Now, here's what I will say. It seems like a bold statement. However, I've been in, again, a lot of healthy mastermind groups and in a healthy mastermind group environment, I've never seen anyone fail to succeed in achieving the goals that they were pursuing. Now, again, assuming that the goals that they're pursuing is for the benefit of others. Now, there are some people who have been pursuing something and decided for themselves that, ah, you know what, maybe that's not what I want to do after all. But anybody who has set their heart, set their sights, and have remained focused on their goals, they didn't quite know at the beginning on the onset of how they're going to achieve them. But when they come to the mastermind group and say, this is the obstacle, listen, I've got these square CO2 cartridges that need to go into this round hole. This is the box of stuff that I got available to me. Um, I'm not figuring out how to do this. How can I do it? And I'm telling you that the mastermind principle, it's always come through. There's always a way. The resources are always there. It's just you have to ask. And and when you tap into the education, the experience, the resources, the influence of others, the resources are out there somewhere. And within the mastermind group, you have access to things you would not have access to on your own. Benefit number four, you will experience dramatic improvements in both your personal and professional life. In a healthy mastermind group, you will be inspired and motivated to take your personal and professional life to a whole new level because you're going to actually see other people in your mastermind group taking their life to the next level. You're going to be inspired by the things that they're doing, the the books that they're reading, the steps they're taking in their business, the leaps of faith that they're going out on. It, it will motivate you. It will inspire you. In fact, Jim Rohn, very popular motivational personal development guy uh, from a long a while back, Jim Rohn is known for saying this. He says, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. When I look at all the things that I've achieved in my personal and professional life over these past, well, let's just say eight years since I've been in a mastermind group, there, if I look at all of the huge successes that I've had, the massive successes, the things that I, just so bold, how on earth is that ever going to be possible? But yet I set it as I go and I go and achieve it. And the kind of things that I'm doing, I when I look at all the things that I've achieved over the years, I look at how many of those things are a direct result of the influence and inspiration of the people within my mastermind group. By the way, the people in the green room mastermind group, those are the people I spend the most time with in my business and I am the average of those five people. Uh, So yeah, 
Awesome stuff. All right, benefit number five, you will have greater confidence in your abilities. Now, I can tell you that we all have limiting beliefs. We all have self-doubt. We talked about that in recent episodes, how to kick self-doubt to the curb and move forward with confidence. And one of the things that you have to understand is that you are you are so much more powerful than you give yourself credit for. You have the ability to achieve so much more than you can possibly even dream of right now. No matter how big of a dreamer you are, you're not even tapping into anything close to what you're able to actually do. But here's what I have found in, of being a part of a mastermind group is, is my confidence has increased because the, the people who are in my mastermind group are able to see inside of me my ability to achieve great things far in excess of what I believe myself. And these people are constantly helping me to discover limiting beliefs that I have in my own life. And yes, even where I am today, and I, dude, I've, re- I, guess, I have removed so many limiting beliefs from my life. But yet, I will tell you that as big as a dream as I can dream right now, and I'm dreaming some pretty crazy dreams, people. I'm dreaming of having stadium events with twenty-five to 50,000 people in it, uh, not too far down the road. And, and that's crazy to me to think of that. But, but I actually, that's actually something that I can envision and see myself doing. And the reality is that my group, my mastermind group, sees that that's not only something that's possible, but it's they saw it way before I did. And they are the ones who have helped me get past limiting beliefs. I'll never forget how many times I've shared that vision of me being on a stage where 25 to 50,000 people came to hear me speak. And I said, I can, you know, and, and I have this vision that, you know, 10, 20 years down the road. And it was always Ray Edwards who said, Cliff, why is it, whenever you talk about that vision, why is it always 10 to 20 years down the road? Why can't it be two to two to three years down the road? <laughs> and um, it, it's that kind of stuff. And your confidence will increase. And not only that, but not only will your confidence increase in, in, your, in yourself and your abilities, but you will have more focus, all right? In fact, benefit number six specifically is you will have more clarity about what it is you need to focus on next. Now, this is one of the things that I told you. When I struggled in that first year of business, there were so many different things. I was, I was, th- it was like me throwing spaghetti up against the wall and seeing what stuck. I was trying everything. I had idea after idea. I was creating seven to 15 podcast episodes a week. I had a membership program for people who wanted to pay for access to plus member content. I was doing so much. And, and it was burning me out and I was working around the clock. Had I had a mastermind group and told them what I wanted to do, every time I was in a hot seat, I would have had the question, okay, what is the next thing I need to focus on? And, and they would have said, this is the next thing you need to do. I was like, well, what about this? And people would have said, well, I'll tell you what, that's a great idea. Let's see you accomplish this first and then tackle that. And maybe you need to say no to that. Become an expert at saying no. All of those things that you hear me talking about, all of these things I've picked up through my experience over the years of being in a weekly mastermind group. If you are lacking clarity about what you need to focus on, if you're procrastinating, you've got too many things, you're overwhelmed, chances are you need to be in a mastermind group where a group of people can come together and collectively say, yeah, dude, 
that's way too much. Here's here's what we suggest that you focus on next, and you walk away with a clear game plan of exactly what are the next right steps for you personally at this moment of time in this place in your journey in your business. And that's something you'll come away from at least once every six weeks, if not more frequent, depending on the size of your mastermind group. All right? Benefit number seven, you will continue to have the momentum and energy necessary to sustain you through even the roughest spots in your business. Now, I got to tell you, I don't care how long you've been in business, there's always going to be ebbs and flows. There's always going to be times when your business isn't hitting the mark and and you're going to have some downswings and 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 you're going to maybe even try something that might fail and that's a great thing. That means that you're stepping out of your comfort zone, you're expanding your mindset of what's possible, you might try something new and you may experience something called temporary defeat. And the cool thing about being in a mastermind group is that you're always going to be benefited, benefiting from the ongoing momentum that's going to push you through those times in your business. So no more hitting a rough spot, a rough patch in the journey, and then all of a sudden having that slow you down, skidding you to a halt in your business and having you basically just shut down and say, well, just forget it for a while. And then picking it back up two or three weeks later or however long it takes you to get back in the game and back on the saddle and doing the things you know you need to do, but still being overwhelmed. In a mastermind group, you're gonna have a momentum. You're gonna be able to say, "Woo, that one slowed me down a bit but it's not going to stop you. You're going to have the energy you need to sustain yourself, to push you through all of the rough patches that are certainly still going to come your way no matter how successful you are in your business, no matter where you are. All right, benefit number eight, you will experience less false starts and spend less time learning through trial and error. In fact, I can't begin to tell you the number of times that somebody's come to the table and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this and I'm planning on doing it by doing this, this, and this. And how many times I've heard people, maybe it's me, and they say, Cliff, dude, don't do that. Instead, do this. And I'm like, really? Yeah. And then three other people tell me, oh gosh, yes. Boy, did we learn that the hard way. Here's my story. Here's my example. And I totally agree with what he just said. And and it's like, okay. And then I go out and and. I, instead of doing the, instead of starting off towards achieving the goal that I set for myself with the original plan that I told them I was going to do, I instead go with the plan that everybody else said that I should do. And the next thing I know, I'm achieving success right out of the gate. And if you guys have been following my journey for quite some time, you notice that, wow, Cliff does something new. He shuts down an entire income stream. And by the way, I'm not just talking about podcasting A to Z. I've been shutting down income streams like crazy over the years to pursue something new, bigger, better, and bolder, something that gets me closer to who I'm created to be in this world. And if you notice how many times have I pursued something new and I seem to just hit success right out of the gate. A lot of that isn't because I'm so darn smart. It's because I have benefited from the education and experience and resources and influence of all the other people in my group. That, when you benefit number eight is that you will experience less false starts and you will have you will have less 
of a bloodied forehead when you're knocking your head against the wall because of all the trial and error that you're doing. Benefit from others. All right, benefit number nine, you will have a deeper understanding of how you are perceived by others. Now, let me just say, um, and by the way, let me just give you benefit number 10 because I think they go together. Benefit number 10 is that you will be giving and receiving, which by the way, those are the two most important things we can do in life. It is growth and contribution. So on the growth side, it's where you're receiving from others and people are benefiting you. You're helping, you're growing who you are. You're expanding your mindset. You're expanding, you're just expanding of who you are and what your understanding of what you're able to do in this world. And that, that, that's the growth part. And then contribution, you're giving. You're, you're giving to the people who are in your group, but not only when you're giving to them, but you're also giving to, when you're giving to them, that giving extends to all the people that they serve through their businesses and, and the things that they do, their families. Then you're just giving, your giving is amplified. But benefit number nine, you will have a deeper understanding of how you are perceived by others. And benefit number 10 is you'll be giving and receiving in a warm and friendly environment. Let me just share with you why I had to give you benefit number 10 before benefit number nine. This deeper understanding of how you're perceived by others. I will tell you that within the last three months inside of my mastermind group meeting, the Green Room Mastermind, there is one friend of mine who is in the group who is, I would say, very warmly, very cautiously, very politely called me out on some of the language that I've been using in my podcast when I've been talking about various different things. And this person says, dude, Cliff, I, you know, hey, if you don't mind, I'd like to share something with you. In a podcast, you've been saying this phrase a lot. And, and I'm wondering if you realize how that might come across to some people. And, and I say, well, tell me more. And he says, well, when you said this, this is how I felt. And I'm like, really? And then, and of course, what's the natural tendency? You want to you justify why you say the things that you say and how you say them and stuff like that. And I, and I ha- certainly had that temptation to want to defend myself. But, you know, I'm like, you know, hey, you know what? I, I may have my reasons of why I did it that way. But, man, I totally see what you're saying. And, and I, I, obviously that's my intention. That was not my intention because Cliff, dude, I know it's not. And that's why I would continue. That's why I continue to listen. That's why, you know, you know, I still love what you're doing and and I know you and I know a lot of people know you and they don't, they understand, but you got to understand you're consistently got new people coming in. And I think, do you, do you see how potentially somebody new who doesn't yet know, like, and trust you, who still may be on the fence making a judgment about who is this Cliff Ravenscraft guy, if they hear you say that, do you see how they might perceive you in a different way? And I'm like, wow, yeah. And as a result of that, I have grown in how I'm communicating about some of the things that I'm doing and experiencing. I'm communicating it in a, or I'm avoiding communicating in ways that may have actually come off as, well, in ways that I don't want to come off. I don't want to be perceived in that way. And I totally understand how I could have been perceived in a way based upon language that I've used in the past. And so in a mastermind group, I benefit from all of these things. So real quickly, what are the 10 benefits? Benefit number one, you will greatly benefit from the education, the experience, the influence, and even the resources of other people in your group. 
Benefit number two, you will accomplish more in one year than you could accomplish without your mastermind group in a lifetime. Benefit number three, the mastermind principle can give you protection against failure, provided that your purpose in using this mastermind principle is beneficial to all whom you influence. Benefit number four, you will experience dramatic improvements in both your personal and professional life. Benefit number five, you will have more focus and greater confidence in your abilities. You will have clarity about what is the next right thing that you will foc- you need to focus on in your business. That's benefit number six, by the way. Benefit number seven, you will have the momentum and energy to sustain you through the rough spots in your business. Benefit number eight, you will experience less false starts and a less sore forehead from bouncing it against the wall because of all that trial and error stuff. No more learning by trial and error. Benefit number nine, you will have a deeper understanding of how you're perceived by others. And why? Well, that's because of benefit number 10. You're giving and receiving in a warm and friendly environment. That, my friends, those are the reasons. These benefits are the reasons why I believe you should be in a mastermind relationship. And by the way, all of those benefits only come to you in a healthy mastermind relationship. Now, each and every one of you have the ability to go out there and create your own mastermind group for free. There's lots of resources out there where you can learn how to do that. I believe back in episode 400 of this podcast, if you go to podcastanswerman.com slash 400, you can actually listen to episode 400 of the show which was all about my advice for creating your own mastermind group. Now, I will tell you that I have created this episode partly because I want to convince you to get into a mastermind group, and I believe many of you out there would be perfect in the next level mastermind. The next level mastermind is my paid mastermind group. It is $1,000 per month for membership. We meet every single week for one hour, Wednesday mornings or Wednesday evenings is what I currently have. I have two different groups that meet. I just started it a few weeks ago. I already have five members in it, and it's growing quickly as I've begun to to talk about this. I have not yet emailed my list yet. So if you want in, I, I, this is if you are thinking about taking your business efforts, if you're you, by the way, you already have to have generated some income from what it is that you want to do in your online business. It's a part of the interview process, the application process. Nobody gets into this thing unless you already know what it is that you're trying to pursue online as your business, and you've already had some people successfully paying you to do it. You can have a day job. That's not a problem. We even have an evening group if you can't get away from the day job at you know Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I even have a p.m. group for those of you with the day job. But you ha- if you have a day job, your goal must be to leave the day job behind and pursue full-time self-employment. There are some of you out there who want to create a little side hustle and you love your day job is not so unfulfilling that you're trying to escape it. The Next Level Mastermind group isn't for you. The Next Level Mastermind group is for those of you who have an unfulfilling day job that you do want to transition out of. Or specifically, and even more so for those of you who have left the day job behind, you're already full-time self-employed, you're already generating consistent income, but you're ready to take it to a whole new level. If you're not making consistently a minimum of $10,000 every single month, then I really want you to head over to podcastanswerman.com slash mastermind, podcastanswerman.com slash mastermind, 
go ahead and read the information on that page and click the button to submit your application if you think you're a good fit for the Next Level Mastermind. If you fill out the application and everything looks great, I'll schedule a 30-minute one-on-one interview so that I can confirm that it would be a good fit for you and that you would be a good fit for the Next Level Mastermind. Here we're getting ready to head into 2018, a brand new year. And I will tell you, if you have been beating your head against the wall, if you've had a lot of false starts, you've been struggling with what to focus on next, if you've felt lonely in your pursuit of building your business, you've been sharing your dreams and desires with others and some of them are like, why are you wasting your time on that? If you're struggling in any of those ways, the benefits of the next level mastermind are waiting for you. I'm leading this group. I am I am personally involved in every single one of these groups that I'm managing. And so if you join the Next Level Mastermind group, you will be in a mastermind relationship with me. And I'm intentionally focusing on people who are about five years or more behind where I am in my business because I also want to play the role of mentor to each of these folks. So not only will you be in a mastermind relationship with other people who are like professionally skilled in Infusionsoft, who are real estate investors, who, I mean, who have... 10 years of uh, sales marketing courses. It's just incredible the experience of the people who are already in this group. Yeah, come join us. The Next Level Mastermind, podcastanswerman.com slash mastermind. Until next time, my friends, I encourage you to take everything you do in life to the next level.